0: T minus ten, nine, eight, seven, six,
1: five. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and. Li- yeah. Lord, this for you. Uh, I was a mess, little hair on my chest Fresh as a newborn, but I'm headed for death Some saying I'm blessed, cause I'm still alive Every day in the hood, I was fighting to survive so Since then I quiet as an adolescent. Spoken in darkness, spirit-facing oppression He couldn't tell me nothing, Swaggers on the honey Speeding in the fast lane, call me Crash Dummy Then I put on the helmet of salvation and received the revelation Y'all, I could be a leader in this nation And gotta follow the code in the streets and be like the mother
0: creeps See, I could be a leader in this nation Welcome to the Original Jeek Podcast We are your hosts, Rockin' Mr. Magic and Unique DNA And we are the Original Jeeks, y'all Welcome to the pod We're very excited for this one. We're going to talk about remakes. Remakes, baby, that's right. Everything's being remade nowadays. Everything in media keeps coming through. We keep on seeing stuff from the 80s, stuff from the 90s, stuff from the 2000s. It's crazy. So we're going to hit video games today. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about TV, film. So we're going to first kick it off with, for me, was near and dear to my heart, the video games, and starting off with one of the most iconic games in history, Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, need tell me, baby, how excited are you for this game, man? Listen, man, I can't even.
1: Let's just put it this way. Uh, when I was watching E3, and I saw that, I basically almost fell through the floor. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, like, this, this is pretty much... You know, on my top list of video games, Final Fantasy VII gotta be like number negative five. Like it's just that high on the list. It's not. It's above one.
0: It's above <laughs> one. Okay, I, I've heard high praise for FF Seven, baby. I've never heard above one. That's the first above one I've heard. That wow, uh, Final Fantasy Seven is top five for me all the time. I, I can't put it above one. I can't do that. But it, it's it's like I mean. To me, it solidified Sony with the PlayStation. I think that was the game that really just changed the game for them. Um, You know, Final Fantasy going from a Nintendo um, series to on the PlayStation and having that as an exclusive title just rocked gaming and really just put Sony's footprint down on the map as a console creator, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped. I'm am ju- I'm just as hyped as you. I probably I don't even try to think of where I was. I think it was in my living room, man. And um, I think I saw it on IGN on Facebook. And I think my wife was talking, and I don't even know who she was talking to. One of the kids, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, I saw I saw it. I saw the announcement, and then because I wasn't able to watch, you know, E3 stream, and I probably I think I jumped out of my chair and like screamed like a girl. Like <laughs> they go, we make fun of Oh, I, was, I was, it was going wild. I was, I was bugging out, and cause, you know, I, I've, we've waited. I personally have waited for this since Advent Children. Advent Children right. to me was such a tease. On this is what this awesome game would be like if we put it to modern graphics, and right. and we you gotta remember, like it's almost been ten years since Advent Children. So, I'm 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 really excited. I'm just I'm beyond hype for this game. Um, but my question for you, bro, what do you want to see? Like, do you do you do you want a complete shot for shot remake? Do you want the, Are you cool with some of these proposed changes? Proposed changes to the battle system. You know what do you want to see in this title? I
1: mean, I, 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 you know
0: think a remake you
1: automatically think it's gonna be shop for shot. It's gonna be the same thing you played ten years ago, twenty years ago. But um I just think with the advancement of technology and stuff, you gotta get something different. You know, some of these kids have you don't even know what Final Fantasy Seven is.
0: Oh, um, Terrible. <laughs> Amy Ray's is a be raised right. thing. It's a very sad thing, but you know,
1: um to go shop for shot, I mean, you know, that was the nineties, the early two thousands, so it uh, it might be a little boring for these kids, you know, so For it to be successful, I think they got to make some improvements. they got to make some changes. Um, The story, of course, I would love to see the story stay the same. I thought it was an awesome story. That's what pulled me into the game in the first place. And, um, so, you know, like I said, that was one of my, you know, I mean, I was into gaming since Atari, but, you know, that really solidified gaming for me. That was my first RPG, and uh, ever since then, I've been in love with RPGs. Like, Final Fantasy did it for me. So, um... Yeah, man. Like, for me, I want to see, definitely want to see the improved graphics. Like you said, like, to see something like avid children, probably better now, you know, because technology's come so far. Um, They have these, you know, these things really look like real people now. And, you know, um, especially what Sony showed off back in two years ago when the PS4 was announced. Yes. The the, the skin technology and all that. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Yeah, so I think it'd be awesome. To see that, and, and and then just to see like the summoning with the magic, man. Imagine oh. that, you know. It's gonna be like, I mean, it was crazy then with the cutscenes,
0: but yes, but I, I, I can't, now. I can't imagine <laughs> the current, current summons are gonna be are gonna be really cool. And you know, I, I thought, even though most people didn't seem to like it, I thought Final Fantasy thirteen summons with the vehicles are really cool looking. I thought that design was really hot, and I could imagine just you know what the summons are gonna look like in this game. It's, it's gonna be off the chain. Um, yeah, it's going so. I, be I, I think, I think we're both agreed, and I think we just told everybody we gonna buy it <laughs> that was yeah, gonna be the explanation. We definitely if gonna we are, buy it. If I could pre-order it right now, I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now here, here's my here's my only concern. I wanna keep it real. My only concern with this game is not just to this game; it's a gaming across the board thing, and that's DLC. Ah, yeah, wow, well, we saw the Destiny fiasco. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I I'm I'm just, I'm just scared I'm scared DLC could damage this classic iconic game um by withholding uh on us with DLC. I'm okay if you want to do some DLC that's purely extra, but just don't hold out on me with something that should be core to the game. Right. Right. Well, I
1: mean, it's- square and you know they, they stay pretty consistent with with the dlc thing from what i can see with final fantasy 13 and, and you know x-2 and all those so um i because it's in their hands i trust that we're going to get a full game if it was you know bungie or one of these other guys
0: right <laughs> you know, yeah you we,
1: have seen what we got from them before so um i'll be a little bit more nervous but being that square
0: is still in control true you know I'm not too worried about it. You know, they always seem to give us a full game and uh, I think
1: because it is a remake they got to give us a full game and we've already technically we've already played it so yes. you know
0: it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> yeah, it just w- w- wouldn't be right, especially cuz you're asking us to buy it again. Right. You know, right. They, they just dropped right. it on I don't know if you saw they just dropped it um I think last week um in the App Store. Right. So now well, you can no, get it on I, iOS. I think it was. Yeah, so You're asking us to not, we've already bought it, you know, and if you want to buy the original, it's going to cost you almost $100. And if you want to buy it for iOS, it's going to cost you like $16. And then you're going to want us to buy it again for another $60. But I'm not trying to pay $80 to have to buy some DLC to get the full game. You know, But but I have to say, you're right about Square's track record. They have done a phenomenal job compared to most developers when it comes to actually producing a full game. So I'm, I'm, you, you convince me. I'm gonna have more faith in in, in, <laughs> our, in our people at Square, at Square Enix, that they're gonna actually drop a full game.
1: Yeah, I think we, I think we, we're pretty safe with it. Um, that's my personal opinion. Nobody don't come looking for me if that's not
0: what we get. <laughs> y'all heard that y'all, someone, heard that? y'all heard that? People don't come looking for UD DNA if this doesn't work out. We have no connections that we know of at Square, and <laughs> we don't come looking for us. We wish we did. You ain't lying. Right, speaking of speaking of developers, let's let's change from publishers to from Square to Capcom and Resident Evil Two. Another one I was excited for,
1: man. You know, uh, I've been a big Resident Evil guy. I never finished Resident Evil Two the first time, but um,
0: that's well, probably because
1: I was I was
0: mid-teens and I was scared out of my mind already. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wait, I was about to say, hold on, hold on. You've never <laughs> finished RE Two? <laughs> nah, man, because you know, it
1: was. I was probably about. I think I was. When did when did that come out? When I, well, I was
0: probably about thirteen, I think you will see, I was, I was 16 when RE2 came out, um, no, yeah, yeah, when RE2 came out, I was 16, and, um, this is terrible, and anybody that I worked with at Camp Dry Gulch, or, um, you know, you know, Pastor George, if you have ever hear this podcast, I'm sorry, but, um, I'm working for Camp Dry Gulch, and, um, one of uh, one of the full time people there had his PlayStation. He bought RE two, and a bunch of us that were counselors and other people that worked there, we would go to his room, or we would set up a TV in one of the bunk houses. Uh, not where the kids are there. Anyone listen? The kids were not around. No kids around. <laughs> the kids didn't see none of this, um, and we would watch my man Will play Resident Evil two, um, and it was just like none of us got to play. We just had to watch, but it was so, it was, you know, it was, but it, it was so scary, where, um, you know, I remember the scary, almost scariest moment when, when the first, um, the first liquor jumps down from the ceiling, and right. the tongue you is out, and we're like, ah! yeah, And, and ran out the room, man. Yo, I it, it man. was a bug out, <laughs> and, and we would have, we had all the lights off, of course, and, you know, we're watching them, and we're watching them play this game. We're like, yo, don't go for the head. Get that shotgun. Use the shotgun. Um, it was just, it was crazy. And I ended up, when I got home after working there all summer, one of the first things I did is I went out. I bought myself an N64 with GoldenEye and Resident Evil 2. Um, so I could finally play it myself. And I played it, and I loved it. Like, I loved the story. Um, I like, I love the characters. I I, I, I like Leon. Like I love Leon. I, I I can't stand Chris Redfield. Give me Leon Kennedy any day, RE. That's my man's. I love Leon Kennedy. So I am I, I am so hyped. And what really has me super excited is um, when the GameCube released the first Resident Evil reboot. It was fantastic. And then, I heard they were going to release Resident Evil 2 on the GameCube. And this was early 2000s. So, because I was still working for, I was working for EB Games before the GameStop buyout. And I was like, cool, they're going to put RE2 on this? I can't wait. So, I they, that dropped, I bought it, I go home, I pop the disc in my GameCube, and it's just a port. And I was so heated, like, I just dropped $40 on a port, are you kidding me? Um, but I didn't do my homework. That's all me. I didn't do my homework. Um, you know, sometimes the ports are cool. You know, like uh, I remember when they ported uh, a
1: couple games from PS One to PS Two, and they were pretty dope. You know, even though they, they, I basically bought the same game over, and the graphics wasn't any better. It's just that nostalgia of playing it
0: again. You know. And yeah, a good but. Game. <sighs> I, 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 I figure with that, but for me, and I, now for me, I'm I'm very, I don't know. I guess you'd call it a purist. I am all about when I want to go nostalgia. That's when I pull out my my NES or I pull out my '64 or my PS One or whatnot, and I go full out nostalgia. Like I'm I'm just not a big port dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand ports for the fact of just getting just getting a new audience. I think that's fine. I think it works. I was just upset because, you know, early 2000s, I mean, there, was no, there was no Facebook, there was no MySpace, there was no, there was no Twitter, there was not even IGN was there, but it was nowhere near the massive site it is now as far as reporting video game news. So, unless you were an insider, I was as close to being a fan insider working for EB um, as you could pretty much get, I was the only one who was expecting a complete remake. Um, when RE2 dropped for GameCube, so I was so disappointed. So when I heard this news, I I was almost excited that I was for Final Fantasy VII because I'm not a horror guy, but Resident Evil just, there's something about it that just stuck with me. Uh, I've never been a big zombie dude, never been a horror dude, but RE2 pulled me completely into the series. Resident Evil 1 was good, and I liked it, but it just... It just didn't completely click for me, so when two came out, and I watched it and I played it, that was it. I was over. I was full in. I bought Nemesis after that, and I bought Co Veronica, and I bought you know Co Veronica X on the PS2 because I had the Dreamcast drawing and the PlayStation, and I bought RE four and five and all in. You know, I even bought well, I forget the whole the first person shooter one, which was terrible. I mean, I was I, you know I was full in. I've been full in since then. So for them to do this, to um, probably resurrect um, what's starting to be a dying fan base from what I can see, uh, I, I think this is just a genius move by Capcom to, to, to put this out there and, and remake RE2. I, don't, I
1: mean, I don't think it's dying, per, per se. I think it's just, it's a huge generational gap between us and, and you know, now you got like games like Dying Light, which is awesome you know, don't get me wrong, I mean, I've been playing it non-stop since I got it, yeah. but um, it's just a different type of zombie game, you know, and then, right. you know, the, the popularity of zombies is just
0: insane, oh, it's insane. Like,
1: <laughs> which, you know, I'm, I'm on board too, man, you know, I got the zombies run app on my phone, and I, I go running, too, and I got, you know, I watch Walking Dead, and now I am started with this new one, Fear the Walking Dead, and, you know, I'm, I'm a zombie guy, too, so, you know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's definitely, like I said, it's a generational gap between the original zombies as we know and and stuff we're seeing nowadays. So,
0: um... That, yeah, that's, that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole other conversation, man, because I, I have to admit, I'm probably the, the one cat in America that didn't watch the Fear the Walking Dead premiere, and that's only because I was at my boy's house, and I came home, and I had to help my wife get ready because um, she went on a uh, mini vacation with with our kids. so I'm crashing because um, I knew I had to get up and go to work and I just I missed it. Um, thankfully, no one has spoiled it for me, you know <laughs> so I, I am gonna I am gonna watch it, but um, that that my my, my thing that's, that's a whole we'll we'll go back we'll revisit that on on TV but so've we've, we've got two confirmed awesome remakes that both of us are hyped about. Uh, and we, we both obviously are in, we're both buying these joints. Um, so, so... I remember correctly, wasn't Resident Evil 2, uh, multiplayer? No. No, no, no. Well, it was not. Um, I think the first multiplayer, um, was 5. It was 5? I think so, because 0, because 0, you can pass, you can jump between the characters, but it wasn't multiplayer. Um, I think 5 was the first multiplayer.
1: That's what I'm interested to see, you know, now with the... Involvement of um, online, you know, multiplayer. I just want to see where they're going to go with it now. You know what I mean? It's 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 a different generation, man. I mean, I remember having a little box, that huge box, hooked up to my PS2. <laughs> Back the PS2 uh, the,
0: yeah, the, uh, to the yeah the, the the network adapter. <laughs> I remember the network. I, you know how I wanted that network adapter so bad. I was still I was working for EB. I had I was broke. I had like no money, and <laughs> I bought the network adapter the day it came out. I had forty dollars in my bank account. I, I had a I had an employee discount, and I spent pretty much all I had left, except for like two dollars, to get that joint because I had SOCOM waiting for me at home, and I wanted to be one of the first cats to play online. Yeah, SOCOM, you remember that? SOCOM was awesome. Man. SOCOM, yo, know, people, see, all these cats talk about Call of Duty. People forget about SOCOM. SOCOM was the truth. Yes. And, and uh, Goldeneye. Yes. <laughs> so, SoCal was the hot truth hot for hot these hot war games. I mean, <laughs> there was the one that changed the whole game with the online playing and everything. That was, that was, uh, that was it for me. So, we've got two these, these two style remakes. Well, let's jump into some rumors here. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake director, um, Tetsuya expressed the desire to do Final Fantasy V and 6.
1: That could be interesting.
0: Yeah. It could be interesting. I mean, I I know like I said I jumped on at
1: Final Fantasy 7. So, I don't have much experience with 5 and 6. Um my, a few of my friends are like that die hard more than me Final Fantasy fans. They played them all. Like uh I got one friend he plays through the entire series from 1 to 13 every year. What?
0: <laughs> What? Yeah. Who has time for that? <laughs> exactly. Yo, who has time to do that? You know he's a diehard fan, so okay, man, I'm a, I can't, I can't knock him. I'm a diehard he's fan, bro. Excited for that. <laughs> Although, look, I'm a diehard fan too, but and I and I have him. I'm not gonna front. I've got them all, but to play one through thirteen in a year. He's a dedicated guy, man. What can I say? Is he independently wealthy? <laughs> nah, nah. Um, not that I know of, anyway. Like who? Who has a regular, you know, job, nine to five, eight
1: hours a day, whatever? Um, okay. You know, but- you just take it one day. I guess after over the years, man, you you know where to go, and what to do. You know, after playing it so much, you pretty much got it memorized. But still, so, I'm sure that cuts down on the playing time. But
0: um, oh. I mean, unless this cat is doing some crazy speed runs, um, I'm like RPGs are hard to speed run through, especially yeah. with random battles. Like you can only especially you, when you start getting seven and eight. Yeah. You can only go through it so fast. That's dedication right there. Wow. Okay. That, I, I I I ain't got no reactions for that. I, I don't even know.
1: Yeah, when he told me, I, I didn't. Really, I was
0: just speechless. He, he he's clearly single. He must be single. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that's okay, 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 okay. I get it now. Okay, all right. What about? Because I don't. Because we could talk about Final Fantasy all day. We and honestly, we're probably going to do a, a Final Fantasy episode dedicated to the greatness of Final Fantasy. Of course. Um, of course. But Final Fantasy and Fallout, man. I mean, I'm I'm just you know I could talk about that all day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's um. Let's talk about Shenmue. And we both know Shenmue 3 had that amazing Kickstarter, which I am sad to say I did not get my chance to, uh, to be a part of. Did you? Million or something like that? Oh, like, uh, I mean, well, they set the record. They got the two million in a couple of hours. Yeah, I think it was like 30 minutes. They hit like two million. It, it is <laughs> it was, absolutely it Absolutely. And what's so insane is for years, people said, there's no way they'd be able to raise that. They wouldn't be able to get the money, and they but, got they got the money like that. Yeah, I mean, I had no doubt because I, I was a shit. I mean, I had uh, you know, I had the Dreamcast. May it rest in peace.
1: No. <gasps> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was a big Shinmue fan. Like I said, I, RPGs was my, was my thing for a long time, and uh, so I was a big move fan. And uh, if I had the money at the time, I would have been one of those guys, within the thirty minutes. <laughs> But, you know,
0: you got to get older, you got to make smart money choices. <laughs> oh, I had the same. My, here, my predicament was, it was almost the same. My predicament was this. My, um, money, too, because my, my, my gracious wife, if you're listening, honey, I love you. My gracious wife bought me, uh, for Father's Day, the, um, the PS4 Batman Collector's Edition. Yeah, which I'm
1: st- I saw that, and I'm still so jealous, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm I'm pretty much gifted out for a while, you know, say like, you know uh any extra spending of money on me is, is kinda cut. But I see this Kickstarter and I'm like, you know what? I've I've made a little extra money if I if I'm if I can probably do this. But my problem was I didn't want I wanted a physical copy. I'm I'm big into physical copies. I am not a big fan of direct download. Um maybe I'm just paranoid, but I'm a big physical copy guy. Yeah. So when I saw that they weren't giving physical copies for the PS4, that was a turn-off for me. And until like 10 days left, um, then they started offering physical copies for the PS4. But by that time, you know, cash flow, that extra money's gone now. Right. So I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get mine now. And I think about it, I missed the opportunity but what did I really miss? I missed the opportunity to give away sixty bucks for a you know, a backers only edition of the game. That I still have to wait two years for. Right. You know, it's still coming out December 2017, so I don't feel that bad anymore. And my sixty dollars wasn't gonna put them over to, you know, another level, <laughs> you know, um, of of how deep they're gonna go in the game, but they're gonna go really deep. I think they raised I know they raised over $6 million. Oh, yeah. Um and, well, over. And, the, and the different levels of how far they're going to go into developing the game is, is just fantastic. I was hoping they hit the $10 million, to be honest, because the whole plan they had was just fantastic. Um, they, they really they really thought this out before they kicked it. Um, I, I have to touch this, even though it's off-topic, going backwards a bit, but you said something earlier when we told talking about Resident Evil that just... Just just resonated with me when he talked about multiplayer in Resident Evil. So, if anybody from Capcom is listening to this, we like a royalty. All right. <laughs> I'll take two percent. Yeah, I'll tell. Ta- yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we'll take a measly combined five percent, y'all. There you go, measly nice. combined five percent. So, Ari in a. You start, you, you start from the beginning, Resident Evil Online. You start from the mansion, all right? And you can have a max of, and this would also be great to control sessions. So you have a max of, let's say, 20 people per session, all right? Okay. And what you do is you pick a character and you play through... You, know, you play through the mansion, uh, but everyone starts at a different point. So let's say you, you know, let's say you're Chris, and I start the game um, as Jill, and so and so starts the game as Wesker, and so and so starts the game as Barry, and bring all them back. Bring yeah, all and bring man. them all back, and then when you play. You play as one, and part of it is you 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 can kind of get a tease of playing through their storyline, but obviously you can't play through it all because most of them die, but. <laughs> But you play through them as that person, and you have um, you have goals as far as you know. You've got to find certain things, you've got to figure certain things out. You've got to escape the mansion, obviously, and you know. So you kind of steal some Grand Theft Auto five parts as far as accomplishing goals and getting out, and right. and maybe even some working together because you can talk to each other through the headsets. And obviously, they're cops. They've got their own headset things going on, so they can work together to, you know, to to escape the mansion and, you know, expose whatever, whatever, whatever from Umbrella. Um, And what would be cool is, if you've got larger sessions, would be to have um, an adversary mode where you've got people working as Umbrella agents and they're working against the S.T.A.R.S. crew as they're trying to go through the mansion and they're tripping you up and then you see him, you'll firefight type thing. Yeah. I I think that would be really hot, and that's something I would play online extensively. Like my wife would never see me extensively, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's just just a thought, you know. Is um, in Capcom. If you dig it, hit us up. You know, <laughs> we'd yeah. love love yeah, to I mean, talk. Con- I address on the line. Yeah, for real. We would love to talk concept. We yeah. love to hey, talk on Twitter. You know that's yes, right. You can find me. Yeah, Instagram. you can find us. We out there, <laughs> baby. We out there. At Rockin' Mr. Magic, baby. We out there. So I just just thought obviously you had to be fleshed out, but that to me I just that just was a that poofed in my head when you said online with Resident Evil. I was like, yo, that would be dope. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always, and then it, you
1: know that was one of the things that I always loved about. You know, now I don't remember it was Resident Evil Five the multiplayer because it's just like you get to share in the horror with somebody else, so you get to laugh at them screaming like a little girl.
0: You're right? <laughs> and someone jumps out and grabs their leg. They go, ah, get it off me! Get it off me! Get it off me! Okay. Exactly. And some things like, like um, especially when you have things that you'd have to work with somebody on. Yeah. You know, Grant thought I was doing a good job with the rally races. You know, where one person's driving, the other person's got to do the directions. You know, you may have a thing where your 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 teammate gets grabbed by a couple of zombies, and you've got thirty seconds to pop them all before they die. Like, you know, collaborative stuff. could there's there's so much so much that could happen there. But I mean, even if they go, you know,
1: like dying light is a good example. Yes. They got to jump in, jump out, kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. Which is cool. Or you can play it solo. It's up to you. I, I like that too. Um, same kind of concept as you. You jump in, and they might be in a totally different part of the world, and you, you know, you guys kind of find each other. But um, it's that you know, certain times you need help. It's cool to have that option to be like, you know what, let me go online and somebody jump in, or, or me and Magic jump in together, and we get this knocked out, and, and you know, maybe knock out a few quests that mm-hmm. that I'm having trouble with, and uh, it, it. Eliminates that uh, discouragement because I'll tell you one thing: Resident Evil was a hard game. Yes, <laughs> it was a hard game. You, you, you died about thirty times before you even got past the first stage. Right, <laughs> depending, on, depending on how good you were. But um, you know, that definitely helped. You know, because I, I, like I said, part of why I didn't finish Resident Evil Two was it was hard, and
0: uh, and I was scared out of my mind because I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> With these remakes, we've got movies. Movies have really just gone off on the remake kick. Um, some some good, I guess. Um, and as recent news, everyone talked about the flop that is the Fantastic Four. Fantastic four. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before I let you get into it, I'm going to preface my comments with this. I thought the Jessica Alba, Chris Evans version and Michael Chikla's version was bad. Um, I didn't think it could get worse. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> I was mistaken. Very much so. Very much so. Um, I,
1: yeah, I thought that one was bad, but I thought it gave us what we wanted at the time. Okay. I mean, they, they were venturing, at that time, they were venturing into new territory. Comic book movies weren't a big thing. Yet, um, you know, with the exception of Spider-Man, who right. just won't die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, don't get me wrong.
0: It's Spider-Man. Comedy, but, you know, it's just like, come on, man. But um, how many times are you going to
1: remake it? It's like Batman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, what it, you look back, it's like, what, what do you have to compare it to at that time for comic book movies? You know, at that time, I think it was pretty successful, unless you were a diehard comic book fan. You know, right? um, If you were, you know, you were just casually into Marvel and you know uh, DC comics or 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 the cartoons, Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was too bad. I didn't think it was terrible um, for
0: that. You know, for that audience. Okay. Um, If you're a diehard fan, it's really hard
1: to please diehard fans. You guys are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: wow, die- wow, wow! 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 Are, are 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 already already taking already taking shots at me, man? Already taking I, shots. I mean, I'm, I'm not
1: just you. I'm, I mean,
0: I'm a diehard <laughs> die- fan too. But, um, I take it for what it is.
1: I know it's Hollywood, and they gotta make money too. So you know, I, some a lot of times, um, I put my fandom to the side uh, for the sake of them making, you know, bringing. Bring my,
0: my imagination to life, to reality, so. Um. Yeah, oh, you, I, I've tried <laughs> that, um, I can only do that to a certain level, um, if the actors are good, then they can get, for me, they can get away with more, uh, case in point for me is Thor, Thor, I enjoy Thor thoroughly, and partially because Chris Hemsworth did a Very good job, and no one else in Hollywood looks closer to Thor than that dude. Um, And Tom and Hiddleston, oh my God, he was amazing as Loki. Like to me, he stole the show. Um, And partially, partially with Avengers, he stole the show. Uh, So if you've got great actors um, in your film, and the supporting cast was very good as well, then you can get away with being lax in the storyline and the origin story and stuff. I said lax, not free free wheeling it um, because there there's some movies like the like X-Men which I if I would had not been on a date I would have walked out of the theater um, because I was so irritated with <clears throat> Pardon me everything that they did um everything they changed like Iceman was a kid that that flipped me out. I was like, yeah. "Come on." I was I, I was like, "No." You know, Angel weren't even in the movie. Beast wasn't in the movie. I'm like, you know what? Why did diss the original X Men? Like, if you're not gonna have them in the movie because you want the more popular ones in, fine. Don't make them kids. At least have like a, a like a Hall of Fame where you can walk by and see the uniforms and be like, yeah, or these were the original cast. Like, but, you know, yeah, at least showing a little teaser at least. Yeah, and keep some continuity, you know. Um, like, and the, I think the worst one, and I didn't see it in the theater, so I didn't waste any money on it, I just wasted time, um, was, um, First Class. I can't believe I actually watched that entire thing. Um, <laughs> and, and they had havoc on this First Class. I'm like, you really? You're having Cyclops' brother <laughs> yeah, yeah. before him? And you don't yeah. mention the family title or anything? Like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, I got, the comic resolution. book movies. Tie it into
1: the original, to the the first X Men movie. It doesn't make sense because no Professor X went to get Cyclops from his parents. Yes, and his brother was
0: there. Yes, and it was like they didn't even know each other. Right, like it was it, it, makes, was, no sense. it makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, so some so some of these some of these movies these reboots are are, are killing me, man. Like I just and well, I thought I, I thought Fantastic Four was doomed by the casting when they launched the cast. I already thought it was doomed. And, 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 and it's not, everyone wants to say it's a race thing. It's not a race thing for me. It's not completely a race thing. For me, it's a does this even make any sense thing? Like, if you want to, first, I love Michael B. Jordan. I've, I, I loved him in The Wire. I loved him in Friday Night Lights. I'm going to love him in Creed because I think the trailers for that look fantastic. Um, which I'm glad it's more like Rocky 16, whatever. But you know, um, I, I think he's going to be amazing in that. I like Michael B. Jordan tremendously. I did not understand why he was cast as Human Torch. Um, he's he's got a lot. Of, he's got the swag for it. He's got the confidence. Um, but to me, if you're going to make him, you know, and Kate Mara siblings, especially because she's. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, not that it doesn't happen, but it's very rare that a black family adopts a white kid. Just just doesn't happen that much. Again, hopefully it'll happen more, because people need to be adopted, but it's it's odd. And then Sue is the older sibling. So generally, something as odd as a black family adopting a white kid is, it would probably be in the reverse where Either they already had a kid they couldn't have more and they adopted. Because um, it's like, it's just, it's just, that was just really weird for me. Um, that and the fact that if, you, if I didn't know who the casting was, like I, I watched the trailer with my son and asked him what he thought. He figured that Michael B. Jordan was going to be playing the thing. And the dude playing baseball who was you know, playing Ben Grimm was the Human Torch. And again, because we know that Sue Storm <laughs> and Johnny Storm are their brother and sister, you know, it's just I, I didn't I didn't like the cast. I didn't li- I forget the kid's name who played Mister Fantastic. I like him, but he's not old enough. People yeah, forget like that. Like yeah, the dude looks like he's twelve. Like, like again, being a comic book purist. You know the storm parents weren't all that giddy about a college age Sue falling in love with, you know, with Reed because Reed was like thirty. You know, they weren't they weren't down with that big age gap um, to begin with. And he looks like he looks he looks like he's he said like he's twelve. Like he doesn't look old enough. They put glasses on to make him look older. Uh, Reed Richards doesn't wear glasses. Um, Like it just I thought they were really lazy. They got talented actors. Don't get me wrong. I thought they were just lazy with the casting as far as, hey, let's put up some fresh, young faces in Hollywood, and we're going to make these guys a Fantastic Four. Like, I just thought, I thought from, from there, I was like, okay, this this movie is doomed. Um, and then they actually, in pun intended, the movie was actually doomed. Um, like, it just, it just, it just bugged me out, but I've heard, um, well, I don't know how much of D3 you caught, but three movies that Disney is going to be remaking um, have me a bit concerned. Um, and I'm going to start with my favorite of the three and Pete's Dragon. Now, uh, Pete's Dragon, I know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, it's a 70s live-action film where the dragon is the only animated part of the movie. And the kid, is Pete's the only one who can see the dragon. It's one of my favorite Disney films, you know. Being an '80s kid, I I have an affinity for Disney's darker time, and a lot of the films that don't get the hype um, in Disney lore that others do. You know, like um, you know, Race to Witch Mountain before they remade it, which was a good remake, mind you. Um, You know, uh, Condor Man, and um, like just so many, so many silly movies that they did in the '70s. That I actually have a strong affinity for, but Peace Dragon was always a special. Well, this is a really special movie to me. I don't know why, and I, I'm just I just have this bad feeling <laughs> that that um, that they might screw this one up. And then um, I'm hearing the Jungle Book is also being remade, and I haven't confirmed this because um, I just to be honest with I haven't had time to do the research. So feel free to comment. But uh, I'm hearing the Jungle Book remake is going to be live action. Well, and remember, they did live action back in... In the 90s with Jason right. Lee. Yes. Yeah. And that was a hot mess. Yeah, it wasn't was what I expected. It, you know, it was a hot mess. No one was expecting 30-year-old Mowgli. Yeah, that, you know? Yeah, that was weird. It was, it was a hot mess. Um, do the animals talk either. Not the animals talk. Um. You know... You know, he's like, he said, Hey, Blue. And um, I don't know, And Bagheera was there for a hot second. And then the whole thing with the, you know, King Louie and, you know, making Fire. monkey yeah. sounds again. Yeah. It was weird. It, it was like, weird. It was very weird. It didn't follow the story at all. No. Um, and then yeah. the last one, and this one has, to me, the most potential to be uh, complete. I don't even know. Is Dumbo being directed by Tim Burton. Is, yeah, that, mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're just, you're doing, what, what do you say to that? Like, I don't know, but, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I like Tim Burton. Uh, yeah, I love Tim Burton. I mean, come on, 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton and Batman Returns. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, Mars Attacks. I mean, Tim Burton has done some stuff that I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. But it's all um, good. Dumbo has had some parts that were dark. You know, making fun of him, some bad dreams, stuff like that. But all in all, it's a pretty light movie. Um, I've never seen Tim Burton direct anything. (laughs) And maybe I'm just, maybe I don't know enough. Maybe there's something out there that he's done that I don't know about. But this, to me, seems to be that a very a, odd coupler. Did um,
1: Pee-Wee Herman?
0: Pee-Wee Herman's Big Adventure? Yeah. That was weird. Come on. I that love Pee-Wee weird, Herman's Big Adventure. I Th-
1: mean, well, with Th- the exception of the bike, it wasn't that dark. <laughs> it
0: was pretty lighthearted. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, uh, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, it, it's pretty lighthearted. I mean, I love it. And my you know people people tell me I'm crazy crazy. my wife hates Pee Wee and my kids love Pee because I make I have them watch Pee Wee's P- Playhouse and they've seen the movie. Um, I love it. Um it was very weird. Um, there's a couple dark spots. I mean, you have um yeah, with the, I remember when they were chopping up the bike. Yeah, they, they had the dream where they're chopping up the bike with the evil clowns, and you know, the the dinosaur comes out of nowhere and eats it. Um and then you had large march. You can't forget about large march. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was freaking scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was wild. So you you had a couple spots that were really out there, um, and because the whole overall movie is weird, because Pee Wee's weird, um, it fit it fit Burton. Um, and honestly, if they do it and it's, it's mostly light, like Pee Wee's mostly light, probably seventy percent light, I, I I can see that as, as as something that would work. I see it being.
1: This is you know me, my personal. I see it being a, uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, Alice in Wonderland, Johnny Depp, uh, sort of Dumbo.
0: Oh, God, no. Oh.
1: <laughs> you know, see? I mean, because those two. Tim Burton directed those two,
0: too. Oh, and, I, I, so. didn't even wanna, I didn't even want to think about those. <laughs> oh, I really but did want to think about those. I see them, that's what I see. I see it just being really weird and out there and just, uh... Kind of strange, but does uh, does that mean Johnny Depp's gonna be in it? Because I'm sorry, I'm sick of seeing Johnny Depp and everything Tim Burton does. (laughs) I'm I'm really sick. Johnny Depp's a talented dude, but please, there's somebody else. Like, oh, oh, that my brain hurts just thinking about that. Um, I'm sorry, I don't I know like five people that like *The Charlie the Chocolate Factory* and less that like House in Wonderland*. Um. And maybe that's just because my circles, my circle's pretty freaking big. So no, I don't know many people that actually like <laughs> those movies. Um, Believe it. I, I mean, I'm a
1: huge Alice in Wonderland fan. That is my all time favorite book. And so pretty much anything to do with Alice in Wonderland, I probably like
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, okay. I, 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 I give. So, I give the avant garde to that movie, and doing something different. I give I give the props for that. Because I didn't want... And I knew Tim wasn't going to, obviously, copy the cartoon, and I didn't expect him to. Um, I think he stuck really close to the
1: story material, which was good. Um, it was really weird. <laughs> but Alice in
0: Wonderland, as a book, is just really weird anyway. Well, he, he, <laughs> that, 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 brings, that brings me to my point, because... Some stuff that's already weird. Tim likes to push it to extreme weird. Just, just sometimes just leave the weirdness alone. Just let the let the weirdness be what it is, and just display that instead of having to always put your specific brand of weird on top of it. Like <laughs> he wouldn't be him. I mean, you know,
1: it, it's like asking Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg or uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. It's not B as accurate as possible and as detailed as
0: possible in everything that they do. No, no, no. no, I'm disagreeing (laughs) with you on that one. Yes, because you know what? Steven Spielberg, I know you'll never listen to this, but I hope someone tags you and has to listen to this. Steven Spielberg, please stop putting lights on every alien vessel. We don't know if alien vessels have lights. We don't know that. But every vessel you put shines bright lights. We don't know that. I like to see Steven Spielberg do one dark, lightless alien vessel. You can't you keep. Impossible. You can't think
1: about alien spaceships without lights.
0: Yes, I can. If space is dark, and you need lights. You, you know? Do you know what the, the the best the best spaceship out? And you, I, you don't know this probably because you're not a Star Trek guy. But to me, oh, we're not going to talk about that. We're to like... me, to me, my favorite ship outside of the Enterprise is the Borg Collective Cube. Because everyone has these aerodynamic lights, spaceships, and they've got, and why? It's space. Nothing needs to be aerodynamic. You don't need a whole, whole bunch of lights. You just need a big massive cube to carry all your people in. That's it. Like all this aerodynamic stuff, is. we will have lights aiming in this direction, you've got so many stars providing light, you don't need no lights. To the masses. <laughs> the masses need to stop, start using their brains and realize there's no aerodynamicness needed in space. And then they they
1: wouldn't they couldn't relate to it being a spaceship. It has to be a spaceship, it has to look like a plane. It has to have
0: lights. <laughs> and aliens, all aliens apparently have to have like I just I am I'm, I'm just I'm so scared for this Dumbo movie because I'm so scared that Tim's gonna fully impress his specific brand of weird into this movie, and I mean, let's be real, Dumbo is a pretty weird movie. I haven't watched it in a while. Before. It's about a, it's an elephant who flies with big ears. Of course, it's weird. It's it's physically and aerodynamically impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, and he this, even like and this talking Dumbo mouse comes out of nowhere. The whole
1: sideshow in the circus. I mean, it's a pretty weird movie, um, and it's pretty dark too. If you think about it from Uh, An
0: adult perspective, as you know, a child watching it, it's pretty dark. (laughs) Well, it's it's Um, it's 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 a bully. It's a bullying movie. It's about it's a bully bully about being bullied. Disney always does dark stuff in a lighthearted way. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, every character in Disney is orphaned (laughs) or will be orphaned by the end of the movie. Okay, well, well, we we all know that Disney takes movies uh, or stories that were very dark. And lightened them up a lot, you know. Obviously, Alice in Wonderland, obviously Snow White, um, the Little Mermaid. You know, so many of these classic stories um, that we that people love in film and uh, animation, I should say specifically, were all doctored to be significantly lighter than the real story was. But I look at Dumbo, and if John, I mean. If Johnny Depp's gonna be in it, that's gonna great me wrong. But I, I'm trying to figure. I'm just trying to figure out what what can you do with this? Like, how how much of a variation can you spin? Can you really put on Dumbo? And I have this I have this feeling that's gonna be it's gonna become a Tim Burton's um, anti bullying PSA. Um, and that's just is this gonna be odd? Like, I don't want that. I don't want that for Burton. I don't want that for Disney. Like, if you're gonna remake it. Um, I mean, I want it to be a remake that that honestly is gonna um, that's gonna be a success. I honestly don't want to see a remake at all. I mean, me Percy, th- me Percy, neither. I mean, I the Jungle they Book, might. they should they scratch that. <laughs> yeah, the Jungle Book should be scratched, man. We you tried it, you tried it, it's done. Be done with it. Dumbo, like if a movie was made in the '30s, man, let it go. Or the '40s or '50s, let it go. You know, like, like some some things you can remake because they're old but not too old, but some of this stuff, um, like, I, I, and if you're going to, to me, if you're Disney and you're going to remake, I thought the, and to me, the best recent Disney remake was the aforementioned Race to Witch Mountain. That was, honestly, I like it better than the original, and I rarely, rarely ever say that, um... That was a fantastic job of taking a cult Disney film that wasn't praised or acclaimed as this nationally known great, you must see this film, and made it better. If they want to go into the 70s vaults um, and, and take some of those less acclaimed films, or even the 60s and 50s, and remake those, I'm all for it. I mean, a complete big green light from me if they want to take and and that's even with Pete Tragg. You know, I'm a little scared they'll mess it up. Um, you know, they could take Condor Man, they could take the and they did a great job with the Absent-Minded Professor with Robin Williams and Flubber. That was a great remake. Um, they could do a little better with remaking the Love Bug because I thought Lindsay Lohan does wrong wrong choice. Um, that was just yeah. that was terrible. Um, and I thought the Parrot Trap remake was also terrible. But again, I don't I don't like Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay, sorry. I don't like you as an actress, um, and uh, Haley and Haley Mills killed it the first time. Uh, you just really can't beat that. Um, I the parent trap was pretty good. I was but, younger than you were, so that could be part of it. Too. Well, but, but see, yeah, because see, I saw the original first, then I saw the new one, and the original just to me, the original was just it had it was homier, it had more whole, it was sweeter. Um, yeah, it was but, it was you know yeah, it was. I think it adapted well to the times. Oh, I, you want you want to also ruin the Parent Trap remake for me? Was that the Olsen twins did their own similar movie um, at the same time? At the same time, yeah, and that kind of overdid was, it for me. Yeah,
1: that kind of messed it up.
0: Yeah, because I remember my sisters watching it, and I'm like, wait, isn't this the same movie? Yes, it was it? exactly. It was the same thing. <laughs> it just changed a couple things, different. It was the exact same thing, yeah. you know. But I would love it if they go back and they do that. Take you know Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Um, You know, go and yeah, just go back into that era and re- remake old Yeller. I, I love you. Oh. Doing- yes, no. yes, no. remake old Yeller. Re- you know alone. what? Re- old Yeller can use a remake. Um, I don't think so. The Swiss Family Robinson could use a remake. No, yes, because no. I want to see what they do in a new house, man. <laughs> I would like that could use a remake. I honestly think that could use Treasure Island could use a remake. Nah, I
1: think the classics do stay that, classics, and that's why the classics.
0: But well, see, but well, see, remake, think, some yeah. some of those are classics, but they're not big time classics. If it's not a big time classic, I'm seeing, I I'd say it's fair game. I um, think Swiss Family Robinson is a huge big time classic. Okay, well, okay, well, scratch Swiss <laughs> Family Robinson, put Twenty Thousand Leagues on the Sea on that joint, then. I would hey, that, you can that I would love to see, and I love that movie. I am really big on that movie. But
1: I would just like to see that
0: because of the, because of the Nautilus the technology. Yeah, you want to see a new Nautilus? You know that, that's the draw. The draw is seeing a new Nautilus. You know, modern modernized for today's audience on, on what you could do with a stealth submarine. That that would be hot. You know, yeah. um, like so. Some like some of these things like the classics. Like you, so I'm agree with you. The classics leave them alone. Just touch. Take your take your stuff that didn't do so great. And then and remake those, that I think they're safe with, and they've proven to do a good job with those. They've made a lot of money with Flubber. They made a lot of money with um, with Escape to Witch Mountain. And why they haven't followed up with the um, the sequel? Because there was a there was a sequel in the '70s. Why they haven't done another one? Maybe The Rock's too busy. I'm sorry, but that was they should have done another one already. Like, I don't even know why they haven't. That's just that's just silly. They left money on the table not remaking that, uh, not doing the not remaking the the uh, sequel. I think maybe well yeah part of it probably
1: is because he's too busy. Every time I
0: turn around, he's in a movie. But um uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean and and then ballers on top of it now. You know um right. that is yeah, Dwayne you know Dwayne's everywhere, and I give him props. You know he 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 has truly made the transition. He's a movie star now, movie star first, then wrestler, and I I, I applaud. I applaud that, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, more power to you. Um, well, let, let's get off the of film for a second. Let's talk television. Well, before we go there, okay. we the subject still of uh, movies, and sequels, and Tim Burton? Okay. What do you think about Beetlejuice 2? Oh, uh, I was hoping you were going to say that. Because, yeah, honestly, I am so torn right now on Beetlejuice 2. Um... I'm at the point where it's been so long I want them to leave it alone. Um, I, I would, a part of me really wants to see it. And another part of me says it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And, Michael
1: Keaton hasn't changed
0: that much. Well, as far as looks, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think a Beetlejuice reboot would be more successful than a, re, than a sequel just because it's been so long. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very torn. I have to admit, I'm just really really torn over Beetlejuice too. I can't decide right yeah it, it, how I feel about it. Uh, it's just because I'm it's I mean, I'm at Civil War going on right now. Yeah, part of me is yes, part of me is no. I'm it, it, I, it's it's tough. It's really tough for me because Beetlejuice is one of those um you know one of those roles that Michael Keaton did to me where he was just. On fire, um, in, in the you know 80s, early 90s, where you know, between Beetlejuice and Batman, uh, Mister Mom, uh, Multiplicity, um, you know the Dream Team, like he was on fire, um, and everything he touched was good. Um, so like, I don't know. Um, I just, I just, part of me, the strongest part of me, feels it's just been a little too long for that sequel. That sequel would have been green lit. In the early two thousands and came out between before two thousand ten, I'd say okay, cool, but I don't know. We have a whole generation of moviegoers who have no idea about Beetlejuice unless their parents did a good job raising them and showed the movie to them. That's true.
1: That's true. But in my mind, it's definitely classic. So I don't know. The kid in me wants to see part two. The kid in me always wanted to see a part
0: two. <laughs> well, same here. When I was a kid, you know. Yeah, same here. The kid he in me like, always no, wanted to see a part two. Over. There has to be another part <laughs> Well, it's, it's odd. I seem, I seem to see a trend with, with films where the if the parent loved it, they're probably not going to redo it. But if the, if it's something that grandparents are telling kids, oh, you should have seen this movie, there seem to be more of those that are being done. Um, it just seems to be a trend like, um, and this is actually great transition to TV. Um, Inspector Gadget, released on Netflix, remake. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I-, I told myself I was going to watch it before it recorded. I could bring myself to do it. Um, because I don't want to ruin Inspector Gadget for me. Um, Inspector Gadget to me is one of those shows I just, you-, you can't touch. Um, it was... Extremely iconic, uh, being voiced by um, you know the the great Don Adams, God rest his soul, you know from you know AKA Maxwell Smart from Get Smart. Um, when a guy has that type of voice, you know, and, and his voice is so tied to folly, and you have a show that, that that ran, you know, I think it ran for six seasons, that was just you know you heard you heard that music, and it was just like. It was just it just reverberated, man. I I love that show so much. Um, I I just I just can't bring myself to watch a new version. It's just I can't do it. Um, I don't I don't know how I don't know how because you're a couple years younger. I don't know how you know how much Inspector gadget you got to see of of, of the run. Like you've seen it all. <laughs> you know, like I, I just I just you know, and and I don't know if you heard about the. um, that Netflix is also going to do a Danger Mouse remake. Now, that one, I understand why they're doing it. Because a lot of American kids didn't watch Danger Mouse. Um, because it was a BBC program, um, and it was a short. We're talking about generally the average runtime, I think, for was about 10 minutes. Um, and American kids really would see it on Nickelodeon. Um, it was bundled in, I think, I'm trying to remember what show they bundled it in with, to be honest. Um, but they bundled that in with a spinoff of it. Um, again, it was BBC-produced, uh, Count Ducula. Uh, but it wasn't a big hit here in the States. So, being that it has a cult following, and it's mainly European following, I can understand why they take a risk with that show. Because most people are going to be like, Hey, hey, what's this? Danger Mouse. Oh, it's a spy mouse. Okay, kind of cool. You know, James Bond-type thing. We'll check it out um, without having to worry about relying on, you know, the, the past, but I'm a huge Danger Mouse fan, um, because I say, I say Danger, if I say Danger Mouse to someone on the street, they're thinking about, you know, Danger Mouse, they're thinking about Niles Barkley, they're thinking about DJ Danger Mouse, they're not thinking about a cartoon, um, so I, that, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with them taking that, I don't know how much I'm gonna like it, I'm not holding my breath on greatness, but I'm totally cool with that being remade. But Inspector Gadget, man. I, Gadget for me,
1: I think that's one of those you got to leave it alone. I mean, the movie was horrible.
0: Oh, don't don't even. Oh God, I was. <laughs> I yeah, Matthew. That's one of those ones I want to slap Matthew Broderick for. Like, no, no. Yeah, I love Matthew. Yeah, yeah, Disney, we slap, yeah, Disney, slap, you're yeah. slapping you for that one too. Yeah, yeah, um, but, yeah um, y'all, y'all, y'all screwed I, that up. The, the,
1: I don't know this series. I mean, from what I understand, it's CGI, right? It's not even.
0: Animation. Yeah, yeah. That's from my so understanding, that, what I understand that too. already kills
1: it for me. I'm not. There's only a few movies that I love in CGI, and that's movies. I'm not crazy about CGI TV series. Like, I, even much as I love Star Wars, I, it's, it's hard even for me to watch. You know, the Clone Wars, mm. because it's all CGI. And it's yep. just kind of weird. Um, you know, a lot of times I find myself, if, when I am watching it, it's just I'm listening more than watching. Mm. And just, the voices are, you know, the voice acting is great. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to give it a try for just,
0: you know. Just to see if they do it justice?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's one of my all time favorites as a kid, and why not? <laughs> you know,
0: um, on a boring Tuesday night or whatever, <laughs> Wednesday night. Like, dad, I, what are we going to do? I don't know. Let's watch Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not, yeah,
1: I'm not excited about it. Um, I feel like if I want to watch Inspector Gadget, I'll just go whip out
0: the DVD. Box. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's I mean. Oh, I have a system that I'm, that I'm employing here in my house, and that's, the, for me, it's the kid test. And because I am so old school, um, I have so many of, you know, the classic series. Like, I have Danger Mouse, the collection. I have Underdog, the collection. I've got, you know, Underdog. Inspector Gadget. That movie was terrible, too. Yes, Disney, slap again. You, you know, y'all screwed that up. Um, why had you, why use? The what are they doing over there, man? Uh, well, just, you can't blame Disney for that one. That was DreamWorks, but still. Yeah, yeah, but still. And they screwed DreamWorks up. That, that Rocky and Bullwinkle movie was straight up terrible. That was horrible. So get me started on that. They
1: yeah. ruined my childhood
0: forever. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, I just—I uh, don't know. It, it just it, some of these really, some of these really pain me to to you know to look at, it, consider you know them remaking. Like it's like uh, you know like it's like if decide some things I could understand the consideration. Like okay, GI Joe classic. I can understand wanting to do a new GI Joe, because war has changed, weapons have changed, um, and any kid that watches GI Joe now is gonna. Yes, most of it was against Cobra Commander, but there was always the overlying Russian, you know, Cold War part there that kids today don't understand because they don't understand, they don't even know about the Cold War. So, um, every, I can understand a new GI Joe. I can, I can, I can see that. Um, I'm gonna see it, but it, I wouldn't want it. It, it pains me to think that. Yeah, it pains me to think about are it. Thinking the GI Joe now is Channing Tatum. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? That first movie was hard. I did <laughs> like the second one though. The one with the Rock and Bruce, um, and Bruce Willis, yeah. and where Channing Tatum dies. Sorry, Channing Tatum, none personal, bro. You died. Um, I loved that <laughs> I'm one. Kind of glad he did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, I didn't like, I didn't like, I didn't like him as Duke. I didn't see him as Duke. That's just, that, I yeah. thought he was poorly cast as Duke. And I don't think that's his fault. Um, well, yeah, well, I, I, obviously there's some scripting issues there
1: and some casting issues. But I just, like, G.I. Joe is G.I. Joe, man. And they, they dumped him down into, like, this goofy playboy kind of, I'm going yeah. to war kind of guy. Instead of, like, yo, this is Joe.
0: Yes. This is Duke. Yes. Like,
1: this is, he's supposed
0: to be, you know, the man. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Not like whatever that was.
0: Yeah, but I, I, but I thought the second one was good. Um, because second it one was better. Yeah, it, it felt a oh. lot more like GI Joe. I mean, Snake Eyes was off the was off the chain. You know, um, it was just it was. I thought the second one was was phen- was phenomenally better, um, but. There's um, going off to cartoons because we've I've talked we've talked a whole lot about cartoons. Have you heard that Will Smith and Overbrook Entertainment are proposing a fresh Prince of Bel Air reboot? Don't do it. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. Woo! Oh, I, I am I'm right there with you. I, I do not want to see Well, It's 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 not been long enough. I mean, to me, if, it's not been long enough to remake the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, I mean, I think and, it has and, been long enough. I mean, wh- it's been what? I don't, I don't it think it's been, been long enough. it 10 years. You know why it's not been long enough? It's not been long enough because it's still on TV. You can still go to TV and watch it. True. It's not been long enough. It's not like it's a black and white show or an 80s show that you haven't seen in a hot minute and it's lingering in your head, but it's not in front of you. Um, if you want to remake something, you know, like, I don't know. And it's tough because, okay, if we're, if, if we're staying with black comedy, um, because that's what Fresh Prince of bel is, if you're going to remake something, remake 227. Remake Good Times or remake What's Happening. I don't think you can, man. I don't you can you remake can. Good Times. You can I'm remake sorry. Good Times. You think so? Yes. What's happening? Probably not. But you can remake Good Times. You could do that. You could do a know, you could right? do a new good times. I can, I can see, see that. The thing is that I think
1: only I think only our age and above will watch it. And I think that's where the challenge is. Like you said, Fresh Prince is old enough that it's it's been about what 10 15 years somewhere around there.
0: Man, it's been like 20 almost, bro. Yeah. It's, it's almost 20.
1: Yeah. So it's been about 20
0: years. It's almost 20 years.
1: The younger generation, they were probably
0: four or five. No, 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 man. I mean, I mean, 96 was like the next to last. I think that was, I think 96 was season five.
1: Right. So, I mean.
0: And my and my daughter was born in 96, man. Like, okay. you know, so and she's 19. They're young enough that they remember it. Well, they remember because yeah. I've been watching on DVD. <laughs> no, because even like, you know.
1: Like or or on TV my land. Sister's, my sister's 19.
0: Okay. 20. And
1: she remembers. Still on television, right? But also, partly because you know, we used to watch it along with um, Family Matters and all you know, all those shows that used to come on, yes, on, on, on Channel 11, um, on WPIX,
0: WPIX, then, <laughs> when it
1: was still PIX, Pix 11 with the
0: Frog, yeah, yeah, WB, baby. Uh, we're obviously <laughs> showing our location, you know, well, we're you know, East Coast people here, uh, for anyone listening on the West Coast Midwest. You know, I'm still Midwest boy, but I'm for sure I've been stuck in the East Coast. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think
1: you get you still, if you bring back, like, a, I mean, it's going to be like, a, remember when they when they tried to do Fat Albert?
0: The movie? Yeah. I liked the movie. It wasn't yeah, great. It, it wasn't, that's what I'm saying. But, but I liked it, it. I
1: don't think it was, like, successful as they thought it was going to be because the only ones that really watched it were the ones that can remember it.
0: Oh, uh, um, you know what? Yeah. I went and saw that at the theater. And um, there was a lot of people brought a lot of people brought their kids, man. Um, right. and, and I don't think the excitement was there for the kids as much as it was for the. the oh no, the excitement! Kids, you're right. The excitement was all on us. Oh yeah, we were the ones excited. So if the kids were excited for it, then then that's because they were brought up with it. My right. kids, like they, my kids wanted to see it because my wife had bought me the Fat Albert collections for my birthday. Exactly. She said they had watched it. Um, yeah, so my my little kids, if it came out again today, my little ones would be excited for it because they've right. seen it and they like it.
1: Exactly, but, I mean, you look at kids that's, you know, nineteen, twenty, um, even 16, um, or younger, they don't remember that, <laughs> you know?
0: So, yeah, they, yeah, they, they um, don't. Well, it's, it's tough because, you know, we're talking well, about... The only reference, even to the fact Albert right now, would be the movie with, uh... Yeah, with Keenan um, Kenan. Kenan and uh, Raven
1: Simone and uh, you know that cast, but they don't even remember that it was a cartoon,
0: yeah. <laughs> they don't, so and yeah, I, I don't know because that was probably I mean, that was during you know the, that was you know a 70s show, 70s into the 80s, um, but I mean, that was uh, you know from a time where like like good times and what's Happened, that I thought I think you know still has enough, it's still close enough. Um, but it's not too too far off where it could it could work, and remember it was a, it was a movie and it had never been on on the big screen before. We were we were used to we we used to a show. Um, I I don't. The problem is like I wouldn't touch Fat Albert just because no one's allowed to hang out in junkyards no more. Like kids can't most kids can't connect to that because you can't just go hang out in the junkyard. You know, there's, there's there's tons of places you can't just go and hang out at anymore. You know, it's not like you could. It's not like you could back in the seventies or eighties where you could go to a vacant lot and not get thrown out. You know, yeah. um, so, so like that's some. i saying I think that a lot
1: of these older movies, like in you know seventies, sixties, um, unless you just totally rewrite them and just call it the same name, it doesn't resonate because these kids
0: don't understand. Like, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right because you know what, and I'm gonna make you feel old right now, and I already <laughs> feel old with it. But I noticed this the other day, man. These young kids are gonna have no idea why we say hang up the phone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're gonna be like, "What are you talking about? Hang up the phone? You don't hang the phone. You you press end." Exactly. They they have no concept of that, like. It's or rewind or please be if you say please be kind, rewind <laughs> like they, they, no idea no concept so like there's you're definitely right because there's certain things that that don't translate that you have to you know that you have to replace okay so all right so let, let's let's talk about successful remix um, We're gonna talk about TV movies and game and I'm gonna start with movie. And this is a perfect seg- segue here because I have a tie when it comes to my movie. Um, these are two films, both from the 60s, that were, one was remade in the 90s and one was remade in the early 2000s. I'm talking about Ocean's Eleven, gotta love it. which is yeah. <laughs> full, of, full, of full of great actors, some of them I don't even like, but full of great actors that did a phenomenal job. Um, and I thought did a better job than the original. I was, I was not a, a big fan of the original. And I love the Rat Pack, but they weren't the actors of the George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Bernie Mac, you know, um, Don Cheadle. Yeah. They're not the actors of that level. That was yeah. And the chemistry was amazing. Amazing chemistry. And my second one is a bit of a surprise. And a lot of our listeners probably don't even know about this film. Um, but it stars my man Harrison Ford who was one of my favorite all-time actors. Um Greg Kinnear and Julia Ormond with Richard Crenna and Sabrina. Um Sabrina, if you don't know yourself, was uh, originally Humphrey Bogart and Audrey Hepburn. Yep. And they remade Sabrina in the 90s and again it's one of these ones that I love the remake better than the original. And that I, one I got to go. I think I like the original more. Not that I didn't like the remake. Like the
1: remake, um, I, I think I just like the. I like the cast of the original more. I
0: think. Oh, so see, um, it's tough because you've got Bogart and Hepburn, but right. that's for what I'm me, saying. but but I mean, for me, it's a, it's a toss up, really. See, I'm but for me, but, preference, I think. See, but for me, if I'm throwing out an ace card, if I've got like if I've got actors, if I have four aces in my deck, and I'm a, and I'm dropping an ace. Harrison Ford is one of my aces. You know, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Harrison Ford, and probably, I don't know, um, either Robert Duvall or Gene Hackman. I'm throwing that another ace. Like, you throw one of those four dudes in the film, that film's probably going to be box office. It's going to be really good. Like, there's, there's a very small handful of bad movies that those guys have done. Um, and Harrison Ford just did an amazing job in that film julia ormond i mean she um i mean she she just she did she was amazing to me and i i loved i love how the, the 90s version how they really made her look like she was significantly younger and then just to the transition um it was hard i mean obviously they had 30 years up in makeup and, and technology uh, compared to the 60s version, but I really thought that they did a great job in capturing the tension um, as as they're vying for her attention and her affection. Um, and probably, it's probably just a, a timing thing, honestly, because I didn't come up in the 60s, but um, I thought that the humor was just done a lot better than the original. Um, and And also... I don't know how much you like piano music, but the soundtrack to the remake of Sabrina is oh, yeah. fantastic. Like it's one of my favorite soundtracks, movie soundtracks, period. If I if I need a night where I need some quiet and I just want to chill, I will turn on that movie or I'll turn on the soundtrack and I'll just just listen to the beautiful piano music for that film. That like they did this and to me, just the whole thing combined between the acting the, the humor, there was a lot more humor in that version than the original, and, and the music was amazing. And that, and that puts, yeah, Sabrina the original was a fantastic film, but that, that remake to me was just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I'm not, like I said, I, didn't, I liked it, I
0: didn't say it was bad, I just, for whatever reason. The original. Oh, you can't beat the cast <laughs> original. I mean, you, you know, Greg Kinnear is a great guy, but you know, you you, you can't. Uh, you, I don't think he would put himself in that type of realm as far that range when it comes to the acting chops of, of that original cast. I mean, that 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 is you know I can't deny you that. Well, your side, give give me give me a film, give me a remake that you think from a film wise was extremely successful. Uh,
1: so many remakes these days <laughs> uh of course i love all you know i love all the ocean series ocean 11 of course is one of my all-time favorites um obviously it was seriously successful um but uh i'm trying to think of one that that you haven't mentioned already <sighs> going to 60 seconds was a good one
0: um, oh, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty good remake. I thought it, I don't know.
1: I don't know if it was better than
0: the original. I, I, I'm, I'm biased. I'm so, I'm so anti Nicholas Cage. Um, <laughs> and 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 that's like that's like you know, anything, anything, not actually anything. Like cause anything after Face Off, I'm so like anti Nicholas Cage. Anything before Face Off. Raising Arizona, um, was it was great. Darting test was hilarious. Um he's done good films and face off was phenomenal. I'm just anything post face off for me with Nicholas Cage, I shouldn't say that. But I mean I I, I just uh, Snake Eyes, good, eight millimeter, fantastic. He he's done a great a lot of great films, but post nineties, you know, I, I thought I thought I don't know. I thought, I, I thought Gone 60 Seconds. I thought Gone 60 Seconds was really weak. I thought the cars were amazing. The cars oh. were gorgeous. That's why everybody watches it. You know, I mean, the cast had some big names at the time: Giovanna Ribisi, Delroy Lindo. You had a young Timothy Oliphant. All um, the fan, I forget how to pronounce his name. Um, along with um, Angelina Jolie, who was barely in the movie, who looked a hot mess in that film. I mean, I'm not a fan of her. I don't think she looks all that great. Yes, I know all all of our listeners are going to think I'm crazy and they're going to start pulling their hair, being on bonkers. I don't think Angelina Jolie is that pretty. Sorry. And the reason why is a movie called Gia. If you haven't seen Gia, you need to be a grown folk to watch Gia. There's a whole lot of (laughs) meccaness in it. But Angelina looked fabulous in Gia. And she ain't looked that good since. Sorry, I like Gia, Angelina Jolie, and, and any other version. I ain't into. Um, I, I stopped really liking her at the Tomb Raider. I think that was. That was she a hot mess. Yeah, but but she was barely in Garden in Sixty Seconds, and she looked a hot mess. Um, yeah, I the just the platinum breeds. Oh, are... that was terrible. Yeah, the platinum dread thing that was just, that was not working. <laughs> um, it I, it, I it was it, it, it was okay as a remake I, compared to the original. And honestly, until you mentioned it. I forgot it was a remake.
1: <laughs> I, to see that? That goes to show. It stood the test of time. Um, okay, I Am
0: Legend. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Um, definitely better than the original. Um, I, I'm always biased with Will Smith, with Will Smith films because I'm such a huge Will Smith fan. Um, I know the general masses are not the greatest fans of I Am Legend. Um, to that I can say suck it. Um, I thought, <laughs> I thought, I imagine it was a lot better than most people give it credit for. Was it a perfect film? Absolutely not. Um, but I definitely think it's better than people give it, give it is due for. Um, it definitely better than the original. I think that you could definitely count that as a successful remake. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought it twice, so. It's okay, there you go. There you go. It wasn't intentional, but. Just the fact that I forgot that I had it and I bought it again shows you how much I liked it. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. All right, um, let's let's switch to the small screen. Um, television show. Television show remake. Give me one that that, that was uh, resounded successful for you.
1: Oh, uh, Now you put me on the spot. I don't know that many television remakes. Or maybe I probably know them. I
0: don't uh, don't even recognize <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'll let you think about it. I'll give you mine. Um... And I'm, you know, you know, I'm a big sci-fi geek. You know, as as a, as a third-generation Trekkie, um, for me, Battlestar Galactica. That was I. I wasn't expecting a whole lot when I heard Sci-Fi was going to do um, a mini-series for it to test if people wanted to watch it. Uh, I watched the miniseries, um, but when the show was actually airing. Um, money was not good, so we actually cut cable, so I didn't get to watch it while it was on air, I didn't actually get to watch it until years later when it was on Netflix, and I got to actually see what happened, because I watched a miniseries, but when the series came out, I didn't get to see it, so when I finally got Netflix and I watched the the, the entire series, um, the show had been off, no, the show wasn't off, no, the show had been off for like maybe two or three weeks, like, it was just finished its run, and, um, what was, like, the first season was was on Netflix, and, um, I was blown away, um, it was, I was a big fan of the original Battlestar, um, I wasn't a big fan of of Battlestar, Battlestar 1980, but I was a big fan of the original, um, and I thought it was, it was, it was amazing, um, I was very unsure about Starbucks as a, as a woman. Hats off. You know, claps to Katie Sack for killing that. I'm sure she's heard it time and time again. But Katie, you killed it. Um, I mean, you know, Edward James almost. I mean, how many phenomenal roles has that dude done? I mean, Admiral Adama to, um, uh, to, um, stand, not stand, stand... No, not stand by me. What's the math movie he did? With, um... With uh with what's his name? With Lou Diamond Phillips. I forget that movie. But that math movie he did that was amazing. I forget the name of the movie. That's terrible. That's really terrible to me. But I mean, from his work on Miami Vice, um, you know, Edward James almost is just he's, he's an amazing actor. Um, and then the actors I didn't I hadn't even heard of, um, on that show, like Jamie Bamber and um psh- uh, the guy who played Hilo, I forget, I can't pronounce his real name. That name is crazy. Um, it's Tamo. I'm not even going to. I'm sorry, dude. Um, I, I'm not going to butcher your name. I got too much respect for you to do that. Um, you know, you know, and I, and I love watching. Um, oh, and my and my girl Trisha Heffler. I'm like, Shwoo Trisha, holla. Um, you know, my wife knows that my wife knows that I love you. Um, like that, I. She was amazing at six um and I love watching shows now where I see Battlestar alums like you know i'll I'll watch something and i'm like yeah oh, battlestar 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 um i just uh, it it's 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 a great it's a great show like i it's not star trek level now um but it was an amazing remake um i thought they they i thought they vastly improved the cylon um storyline um it, it it to me it was just it was amazing, I mean, truly better than the original, and the fact that they, they respected the original, that they had Richard Hatch who played um, the original Apollo um, you know, on the show was fantastic, um, you know, paying respect to the original while just producing a fantastic series, you know, my hat's off to sci-fi, I love the mini on that they did a couple of years ago with Adama, uh, on Adama's backstory a bit. Um, Blood and Chrome, I was a little disappointed that that did become a show, um, but, you know, sci-fi, Battlestar Galactica team, you know, Mario, O'Donnell, all, all them, best remake TV show I've ever seen. Whoa, whoa.
1: There's one I think that's better.
0: Oh, okay. Doctor Don't say Knight Rider. <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, see, uh, see, that's not a remake. That's not, not a remake. That's that's a continuation. That's a continuation. That's not a remake. Uh, that's a continuation. If it was a remake, I'd give you that one. But it's a continuation. That's not a remake. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's not a remake. It's, it is a continuation,
1: but it's
0: not. <laughs> they took a break. It's been for the show. It's been it's like the, a long break. It's been for, yeah, yeah, well, the thing's 50 years old. I mean, they took a long break. You know, they had that movie in the 90s. You know, they took a long break, but... It was a break. They took a break, um, I and mean, technically, yes, I know we recounted season one was was the Ninth Doctor. But um, to me, I, I really don't view it as a separate as a separate show or as a remake. I, mean, I don't, but at the same time, you, when you hear people talk about it, they talk about it as a remake. See, well, I, I don't get that. I, I really don't get that. Like, I hear I hear people refer to as uh, refer to classic Who, and then you know the, you know, the current and modern Who, right. but That's I don't. Like, um, Remake, you know what I mean? But, but see I, I but when I talk to people about it, they even though they, they separate the eras of it, they don't separate to me they when they talk about it, they talk about it the way people talk about Star Trek movies. The way they talk about this the series compared to the movies. Because the series got in the sixties, first movie didn't come out till um seventy nine. So like it's you know, you had a long time between there. Um but it's all still one story. It's the same story. It's just later, um, and that's the way when I hear people talk about it. And I talk to people about it. That's how they talk about it. They, they. It's a different era, but it's still the same story, and it's still the same thing. Even though, technicality-wise, I guess you could say it's it's a, it's a redo. But to me, a redo starts all over from the beginning, and clearly, we know who has not started all over from the nine, beginning. Yeah, it you know. At nine. Yeah, we start we we start they start where they left off. Um which, you know, i I wish uh, man Chris Eccleston would have done more than one um one season as a doctor. I think he shortchanged uh, us fans and himself a little bit on there, but I understand not wanting to be typecast after playing such an iconic role, but um out I, I would have loved just two. just just to <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm a big Chris Eccleston fan. I know, I know everyone tends to ride the coattails of David Tennant, and understandably Some so. I'm a Matt Smith fan myself. You see, you know, it's funny. Most guys really tend. I think you know what, like we as men like Matt Smith so much because he's ugly. <laughs> that dude is ugly. Uh, I just of, of the of the new era. I thought he was the funniest. Well, he's very few. He, he was very funny, but that <laughs> he's dude is just—he's he's, Yeah, he was definitely funny, very quirky, but he's also an ugly dude. And David Tennant was such a pretty boy, and all the you know, women always falling. It kind of like took away from the the hooness. Like and Tennant had his own quirks. I loved all the machines They go ding and and ting and stuff. I thought that was great. Um, and it's, and I, one thing I appreciate about Matt Smith. I don't know if you've noticed this. When he started the role, he was he was playing tenant. And then after the first couple episodes he started to yeah, play he himself. He'll play the, the new level. The tie in the, the, to the, you know, the previous version. Yes. That thought that was amazing. Yeah. And he's undervalued um from a yeah, the, I, I like them because uh,
1: he just went Went against everything that was Doctor Who, you know, he got rid of the tie and went for the bow tie and the fez.
0: Oh, <laughs> keep pulling out the, the, fe- the fez was great. The fez was great. The, the, the cowboy hat was annoying because it was like the pushing, um, pushing America on it. Um, and I, I thought I thought the ride was not a big fan of, the, of the, the Stetson, um, but yeah, the fez was hilarious. That was, that was great, and the, I liked the bow tie. Um, I, I always thought that was great for from, from what Moffat was doing as far as pushing, um, the traditional Doctor Who boundaries, but still obviously respecting it. Um, you know, I, I thought Matt Smith was great. Um, I thought, I thought it was great to not have a pretty boy Doctor Who, um, after the 10th run, because I think if Doctor Who looks too good, um, it takes away a bit from, you know, from, from the character, you know i just i think that i think the character suffered a little bit as 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 tenet got more and more popular um and you know fans started paying a little too much more attention to his looks than um than the episodes cuz tenet's run was amazing i mean he had i mean blink blink to me is like the best episode of the current version you know um but tenet it would um but smith was had great versions uh, episodes and uh I'm, I'm, I'm really good with what, how Peter Capaldi is doing. Um, I, I'm really enjoying his time as a doctor. Um, and I'm, even though I'm not excited that, uh, you know, that Danny Pink died, I'm not happy about that. Um, I kind of wish that, that, uh, Clara would have gotten her man. I know it's, you know, after having Rory and Amy end up together in the past, you know, they kind of had to have some more heartbreak in there, but, um they you know, just let the brother get a girl let him get his girl man like you know um but I guess they, they gave Mickey they gave, they gave Mickey Martha so um which going off the rails I'm sorry but I have to see that we're talking who um why oh why is there not a Smith and Jones spin-off I would love to see Smith and Jones the spin-off them hunting you know, there would be, you know, um, you know, Alien alien Hunters or whatever for hire. I, that would be a fantastic show. We already had the Sarah Jane Chronicles, which I enjoyed. Um, I forget her name, the actress, but rest in peace. Um, Torchwood had a pretty okay run. Um, I don't want them to do another version, especially after the way the last one I did. And, sorry, Mekhi Pfeiffer, I just don't want to see you on TV. Stick to with brother. Not, not at- yeah, stick, stick 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 to films, brother. You you know. Um it just he did not have great chemistry with the Torchwood team. Um, especially as decimated as it was. Um I would love I mean, they're the only ones who kind of have this question mark on what happened after, you know, behind the scenes and I think them as a couple um would be a very intriguing show. Um, and I think it would be great to have some of those previous um, companions just have at least a small appearance, because I'm really sick of, and I love Strax, he's funny, but I'm sick of Strax, Jenny, and the Lizard Chick, whose name I always forget. Fastra um, or whatever her name is. I, I'm really tired of them. I, I like them, but I'm really, really tired of them. Because we've had them pretty much since Smith, and now Capaldi, and it's been a long time. Like, Either give me a tease of some other uh, some other of uh, the Doctor's friends, um, or give me some new Doctor's friends because these ones have really run their course. Yeah. You know, like I just I, I'm I, you know, I, I hate to say because I like them and I, I like their characters. but I just think they have. I don't see them adding much more to, um, to the show anymore. I think uh, they're trying to get through this this impossible girl run. You know, focusing well, like more on, on Clara. Well, see, the thing is, like, the impossible girl part's been figured out. So, for me, like, I, lo- I love Jenna Louise Coleman, mind you. But it's starting to feel a little stale with her now because we solved it. We like, we know what's happened. So, like, you know, and we know why she's an impossible girl. And that part hasn't even, is it a part at all with Capaldi? So, I'm like, what, like, I don't know. I'm just intrigued as far as what, um... You know, what's keeping her there? As, you know, we know with Danny gone, she has no reason to leave. So, um, it's just how long is she going to be the companion and can we keep that relationship interesting, um, for how long? Because we've seen the, you know, we've seen the companion fall in love with the doctor too many times. Honestly, you know, that that ship ran its course with Deanna Smith because she's not going to fall in love with this old dude. Um... So it's just, it's, I don't even know where else it could go with it. I'm excited, don't get me wrong. I'm extremely excited for, um, what is it, September 19th, I think. Yes. Um, Can't wait. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited, but I'm also like, I have, um, I have a little trepidation. I have a little trepidation about um, the role of Maisie Williams. Um, I, I applaud Moffat for getting some Game of Thrones talent to, to keep heat on the show. Very smart move, but um, you know I'm a little I'm a little skeptical on how that's going to impact because honestly, um, I wouldn't have picked Maisie Williams just because she looks too much like Jennifer Louise Coleman, another short yeah, she was like you know short brunette. Yeah, I mean you could have, you could have gone. There's a whole lot of women on this show. You could have gone after. I don't know if she's supposed to play a young kid or whatever, but she does. She's looked too much like her. Um, you know, to, to me. But I may be just nitpicking like I like to do. <laughs> but lastly, let's, let's jump into the last thing of successful remakes. And um, actually, no, I'm, um, and I'm going to give you mine for a video game. And I mentioned earlier, and that's the Resident Evil GameCube release. Um, I'm not going to talk a whole lot more about it because I spotted it off earlier how much I loved it. I just I can't think of a better game that's been remade. Um, beautifully from start to finish. Um, I've I've never seen a, you know, obviously I reserve the right to change my mind, um, in the near future with Final Fantasy VII, but I I haven't seen a better remake, um, of a video game, period, up until this time.
1: Yeah. Oh, let me see for me. I got so many, man. (laughs) Um. I don't even know where to start. There's so many that I, I, so many remakes. Video games they do a, they, a great job. Video game developers, I should say, have been doing a great job of, of remakes in general. Um, there's very few that I could say were terrible. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I can feel that.
1: <laughs> um, obviously, I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy VII. Um That's probably the, Top of my list, even though it's not out yet. Of course, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what my close second would be.
0: Um, this is so many. Well, um, let me ask, let me let me ask you this then: What game, aside from the ones we talked about, would you like to see remain?
1: Um, I would like to see. Me and my cousin talk this one all the time. Me me and my cousin DJ. I would like to see Heavenly Sword remade and also a part
0: two. (laughs) And it's kind of like a cult classic. Yeah, because Heavenly Sword, that's a PS3. (laughs) That's a PS3 title. That's that's not that long ago. Now, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know, not many people played it. It, it eventually sold a million copies. It took a while. Yeah, I think. I, I think. I think they did the rapper move and bought themselves platinum on that. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, okay, I, I can see that. Um, if you want me to go back to PlayStation days, I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking Nintendo any. I'm talking days. any game. I'm talking. You could go back as far as the Pitfall on the Atari, bro. Um, you yeah, know. You go all the way back. I mean, I would like to see, this is a
1: few Genesis games i like to see remade, um, well Mortal Kombat, you know, came back, uh, that was pretty good, the one on PS4 is not bad, I mean, it's not really a remake, it's Mortal Kombat 10, but, um, it, you might as well say it's a remake, they revamped all the characters and everything, and they put some classic outfits and all that. True that. Um. They brought back the fatalities, the way we know them and love them.
0: That was important, <laughs> yes. yes. That, that's, um, I'm not a big MK fan, but it's not MK without fatalities, man. It's, just, it's not. So, uh, um,
1: I thought that was a great uh, remake slash uh,
0: continuation to the series. Oh, yeah. Well, how, how about this? Chew, chew on this, then. Um, if we're talking platforms especially, I would like to see, from Nintendo side, a next uh, next gen of Mega Man um, for Sega, which would be you know either on you know PS4 or the Xbox or both. I would like to see a remake next gen of Streets of Rage. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I think that has tremendous potential for a remake, um, and that was such a such an enjoyable game and i think that um i think with a controlled 3d experience you can you could do a whole lot and, and especially cuz that's a collaborative game
1: i like to see too
0: uh don't say echo the dolphin no <laughs> no <Nah,
1: nah, nah. laughs> that was an awesome game though for <laughs> for its time um but uh i don't i don't think it could be made better um not that it was great, but I just don't think you can make it better. I think it, it was a niche and it did what it did. And uh that was it. But um no, I like to see a successful NBA Jam remake. Mm. Um, they did one but it was kinda cheesy and weird. The big heads and all that. It was kinda <clears throat> it was kinda funny looking.
0: Um, wow, okay. Yeah, NBA NBA Jam remake, that is that's that's yeah, that's a tough one. Um Wow! Yeah, I remember the big head. I didn't like the big. I remember well. The big head mode came out in the third one, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it was on one that they recently did. It was on, I think it was on
0: mobile. It was only on. Oh, the mobile. iOS version. Yeah. You sure. know what? I bought that, and it it's actually not bad though. It wasn't terrible. It, it just wasn't the
1: NBA Jam that I know.
0: You know. It it it, it, it <laughs> wasn't was Tournament Edition, which is what, which really set like right, right. really just set the bar right, for that. Because right. once Tournament Edition came out, yeah, I ceased was, playing the first one. Yeah, like there was there was no other AGM yeah for AGM yeah. AGM and when team. I and when I go back, I don't play the first one. I only play TE. You know, um, that that's I liked the I liked the iOS version. I would like to see that on a console. Um, and they did keep to the side of the, you know, they did the, it's not like 2K. I mean, they did it to side, you know, side scrolling still back and forth. Um, if they, for that, it just, I don't, I don't know if they would do it just because it's so simple. Um, you really can't do with the, with the engines that they have for, um, you know, for sports games right now. They're so complex where that's such a simple game. That I, I don't see why they would redo it just because it's so simple they don't have to do anything all they'd have to really do is just give us the classic you know um, the classic power ups and the classic characters so like you know the Will Smith DJ you know, Jazzy Jeff from the '90s the Phoenix Gorilla, and then throw in some new people um, some people I probably wouldn't want to see but they probably put they'd have to put Drake in there since he's you know uh, the you know works for the Raptors for goodness sake and. Wale since he works for the Wizards, you have him in there, um, and you'd have some of the cats that are you know big basketball fans um, that they you know see if they could get their likeness in there. Maybe like a Denzel, so um, you know, and probably have a mode where you had uh, retired players that yeah. could come in, you know, so you can you could get Shaq in there, and you could get uh, you know, and also maybe you could get Mike because Mike has never been in an NBA Jam game. Um, so maybe you can get Mike on there and, um, you know, play with some of, some of the older players or just have like, you know, um, uh, just add, you know, so you have, um, like with TE, you had the rookies and then when you beat, you know, when you beat the game and the rookies went on to the teams that they got drafted by. So the same thing, like you beat the first time, maybe you beat it the first time, you get, you get the rookies, you beat it the second time, you, um. On our got harder level, you get legends, and the legends go to their respective teams, um, and you probably have like you know, um, you know, '90 Shaq on Orlando, and '2000 Shaq um, you know on the Lakers or whatever. You can like select you know if he goes the Lakers, the Heat, or whatever, and you have that version of them, um, and you, you have you know some you know some classic players from you know from before. Um, I think was especially with sports games, it's always Especially basketball games, it's always important to have the legends in there um, to keep it interesting um, because you can only do so much, um, you know, with uh, with the limited P that you have. Because I'm sorry, I mean, you know, you know, if you're using the Clippers, you you only trying to use CP3, Blake, and, and DeAndre. You ain't trying to use, you know, JJ Redick. Yeah. You know, um, so there's always so many people. So you want to have a little more selection. You got to go with some of these classic players. Um, not that the Clippers have a lot of classic players to deal with because their great classic players consist of, like, Reggie Theus and, you know, Brent Barry. Well, I mean, that was the thing that
1: made NBA Jam so interesting anyway was because it it was mostly just the superstars, obviously minus Mike. But, um, you know, it was, what was it, three on three. (laughs) No, two on
0: two. Two on two. Yeah, two on two. And then you had the the third, so. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you know. There's plenty of new age
1: superstars since the last NBA Jam that can definitely get thrown in there. Oh yeah, um, and still making a fun game and interesting. Um,
0: that's something. That's something. I, I mean, if, if they did it, um, and it was—I just want to see what updated graphics really. That's all Well, really see, wanted. that's the thing, though. <laughs> and, but see, here's the thing, though. If they did update, and I don't, I don't think they could do updated graphics because of how uh, they'd have to make a new game engine for it to have updated graphics. Really like yeah. and then also it wouldn't be NBA Jam without the pixelness and the yeah, like the flying 50 yeah flying like, 50 like if 50 it, 50, it, 50, i don't i don't know if it'd be the same <laughs> if it, if it was outside of 16 bit yeah. um to be honest and if we went to 64 bit it'll be kind of blocky cuz of how 64 bit games kind of got like that when it comes to that style like i don't i don't know if it would feel the same you know
1: then another These uh, these probably be my last two um, okay uh, i like to see uh, Road Rash.
0: Oh, I love Road Rash. Road Rash is amazing.
1: Yeah. And you know me, I ride motorcycles. You know how much I love my motorcycles. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, Road Rash is just right up my alley.
0: Great title. Even when I was,
1: you know, yay high. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great title. I, I 100% agree with you. I would totally dig a Road Rash remake as well as a, um, what's the uh, Nintendo version, Nintendo game, the racing game. That they show with the power gloves on the Wiz, uh, um, the Rad Racer.
1: Uh, no, Ridge Racer was PlayStation.
0: No, Rad Rad Racer. Rad Racer, yeah. I think that was it, something like that. But like, that that was another really good title. And
1: then my last one, which everybody probably wasn't crazy about it, but Bloody Roar.
0: Oh man, I forgot about Bloody Roar. Yeah, you have a really really tough time convincing somebody to make a new bloody roar I was shocked that they actually made the Good new um killer instinct um, yeah. bloody roar that was yeah that was that was not well received by <laughs> everyone that was that was a tough sell it was just cool being able to like change back and forth into the animal and no I no, it was, it was I, I understand why I mean I I dug that part too um, I just most people I know just didn't like it. It didn't play all that well. It um, no, had some bugs. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't the easiest to play. Fantastic concept, but without a doubt, um, the, is that if and you would remake something, that probably um, would be a significant upgrade to the original. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it uh, if it would have enough traction. To uh, to be worth to be worth making there. Yeah, interesting concept though. No, you know, really great concept. Um, probably just you know, like you know, execution man, you know all that is. Um, sometimes these you know these guys they don't execute as uh, as they need to. Oh, well, let's, let's, let's uh, close up the pod with well, this, this last one. Let me ask you this. How did you feel about the reboot of what, in my feelings, are as is the greatest first person shooter of all time in GoldenEye? <laughs>
1: I was so used to, you know, back PlayStation days, all your friends come over, you get the multi-tap out. Yes. Everybody, you know, everybody hook up the four controllers, or, or if you got the N64, everybody plug in. Yep. Um, and that's what made it fun. I don't know having it online,
0: if you get that same experience, you know. Um, you don't. It, it, I, I can tell you <laughs> know, game game developers, if you listen to this Please, I understand y'all want money. We want money for you, too. You keep getting our money. But please, do us all a favor. Multiplayer is not not as fun if you can't have four people playing. Now, remember, people, in the 90s, the max, like, people TV size we had was, like, a 24-inch TV. (laughs) All right? And we have four heads playing GoldenEye, on a twenty-four inch TV, and it was a blast. On a TV. <laughs> yeah, or a fourteen-inch TV. Now, going back and again, Pastor George, if you ever hear this, this I'm sorry, but when I was working at Camp Dry Gulch, one thing we we had um, the chapel was also a TV studio for uh, a, a show that was called Kids in the Move. It was a uh, it was a it was a Bible Kids game show, and they had you know um, one screen on each side. And we, you know, they would use it for, for video, um, for video clues. And again, when the campers weren't there on the weekend, at night we would go into the chapel and we would hook up the N64 and play Goldeneye on these massive screens, which was freaking fantastic. Um, but most of the time, you're playing on a 24 inch or smaller screen. Now you can get a 60 inch TV nowadays. For less than a thousand dollars. and But why do I have to have my homie be in his room with his TV and his system. And my other homie be across town with his TV and his system. We ain't got that type of juice y'all. We don't have it. Look at the economy. Make me a first. Make me a shooting game please. And props to Rainbow Six uh, Vegas 1 and 2 I think. For at least having two people be able to play the game. At the same time and cooperate. I would like four. I would like to take my 60 inch TV and divide it into four parts so me and my homies can all play at the same time. And all we have to do is bring our dual shock controllers, pair up, and we can rock out. That is where fun is. Fun with those games is right there. I'm sorry, Call of Duty is a great game, but I do not enjoy just being by myself for the time with. Playing Call of Duty. I'm sorry because if I get a great kill and I'm working with somebody, I'd rather hide, turn and high five that dude than be like on my, on my headset be like, yo, good shot, son. I'm sorry. I like to do a chess ball. I like to celebrate. I like to talk trash a little bit if we're playing against each other. And that's part of the fun. Part of the fun is throwing your controller at your homie when he just sniped you again because you're frustrated. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So game developers who make first-person shooters and multi- multiplayer shooters, please, multiplayer does not exclusively mean online. Please make one where we can have our homies be there and play together. Gaming should be a communal thing, y'all. You know? Of course. Communal thing. That's gonna be my, my the final rant for the show. I'm rocking Mr. Magic. He's unique DNA. Thank you for joining us y'all. We'll see you on the flip side.
1: Lord, it's for you.